2: All right, we will keep you up to date on everything that happens with the weather throughout the rest of the evening. If it gets worse, it's actually not too bad out there. But we'll stay on top of it. Welcome into the Lake Show, News Talk 830WCCO. And I wanted to start tonight's show with one of the more ridiculous business ideas that I've heard in quite some time. As we talk about the economy, what we pay for clothes, what we're paying for cars, used in brand new cars. Because remember, it was during the pandemic, so many people were talking about, well, I need to try to find a used vehicle. And used vehicles, the prices went sky high. We talk about escalating rent. Everything. There are things that we can live without. But food isn't one of them. Right. Everybody has to eat. It doesn't mean steakhouses 24-7 or sushi restaurants, but just basic grocery shopping. Or even eating fast food. Eating healthy is expensive. I think that most people would agree with that. I think that most people would write that down as a fact. And I'm somebody that tries to eat healthy the majority of the time. And when I say majority, I would say 75% of the time. And then the other 25%, yeah, I fall to the cravings. I'll pay for organic food when I'm going out and I'm doing the, the grocery shopping from time to time, but I'm not doing that every single day. Many people have a steady diet of fast food, not because they think it's the best tasting or it's healthy for you, but because they can afford it. The dollar menu type items, excuse me, they're no different than going to Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, etc. Wendy's, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this because it's so dumb. Wendy's is preparing to test a, quote, Uber-style surge pricing model where the cost of menu items will fluctuate throughout the day based on demand. Meaning that a burger would cost more during the lunch or dinner rush. I think that this is absurd. I think it's dumb. And I just don't think that it makes for good business practice. I, th- I think that this is Wendy's going up in flames. This is Wendy's on the verge of tanking their company. Is anybody honestly going to, in a lunch or dinner rush, say, I'm going to pay extra for Wendy's? There's a lot that we're dealing with with prices across the board. And we talk about inflation and everything. But I don't think that Wendy's has any type of leverage here. Are you guys signing up for this? And, and to be honest with you, it ain't just about Wendy's. Wendy's is who's doing it. But if it was McDonald's, I would say the same thing. If it was Chick-fil-A, I would say the same thing. It just happens to be Wendy's. Their CEO, Kurt Tanner, announced a new system on a call with investors. Saying that they're going to invest twenty million dollars on high tech menu boards that will be able to update prices in real time, knowing that this is the case, I'm staying away from Wendy's. I can't tell you the well. First off, I can't tell you the last time I went to Wendy's, and I'm not just trying to knock Wendy's, but it's it's typically it's lower down the pole of of fast food spots that I'm going to go to but I'm definitely not going now if that's indeed what they're trying to do. And they're saying that they want to roll this out in 2025, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Does anybody think that this is a smart decision for Wendy's? Does anybody, will anybody say that I'm going to divert my money away from this establishment because of this model? I don't I don't think that this is appealing, especially in today's environment. It's terrible. It is a terrible idea.
3: And like you said, Henry, we can use common sense to say, okay, well, if we have five different options and we know one of them is going to raise their prices during lunch or supper, guess the place we're not going to go. Like it doesn't take a whole lot of common sense to say. If you're going to charge me more, then I'm not going to go there. And you're you're not – I understand what you're trying to do, but this isn't – this is the last thing you want to do. This is going to backfire. America's not
2: ready for this. Not right now, we're not.
3: I don't know that they'll ever be ready for it. Like I, I don't understand the point of it. You want to create more revenue. This is this is not how you're you're going to price yourself out of an already saturated marketplace. Like you could give me twenty million dollars, and I can tell you this idea is terrible. There, where's my twenty million dollars, Wendy's? Because this is going to backfire on you.
2: Yeah, I just I don't get this. This from the six one two. Typically, a move like that is desperate in the beginning of the end. Um This, another one from the 612, it's crazy leverage. We own a Garden City and Chaska. Saturday is our business day that would be like saying, well, we're going to raise the prices by 20% on Saturdays, and then the rest of the week is going back to regular price. So they're going to walk across the street and buy at Home Depot. That was a bad decision, what Wendy's did mark Minnesota Gardens. It says dead, but I think he's – I think he's trying to say what Wendy's did. Uh, this from the 612, they will lose business. I, I, Well, this one is on the other side of it, though, from the 763. It's a great idea. Sadly, many millions of Americans lack common sense and analytical abilities. So many of us are clueless and ambivalent and don't pay attention to the details. This is prevalent in so many aspects of the American society. Wendy's is brilliant. Tell me why it's brilliant, though. Like, just just don't tell me that 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 everybody's clueless. Tell me why this is a brilliant idea. Well, I,
3: I, I think he said that there are going to be people that aren't going to realize it. And by the time you get there,
2: it's already going to be too late. There are some people that are not. There'll, there'll be people that won't pay attention to it on the front end. But then once, I mean, first off, first off, from that particular aspect of the text, I get that. But how about this? Why wouldn't you roll it out now? Why are you going to tell, you're saying you're going to do it in 2025? Like, by that, don't you think that everybody's going to hear about this? Oh, yeah, they, they are. I'd, actually, I, I, I'd spring it on people
3: then. But, but somebody, <laughs> wow, and I thought I was the one that had no scruples. <laughs> I mean, I would have expected something like that to come out of my mouth, but you're a better moral person than I am. Yeah, I would absolutely have tried to screw people without letting them know.
2: Well, now, this one from the 612, and this could be part of it, mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that Wendy's is saying this for the pub. It'll never happen. Now I could see that happening too, right? Like, like get in front of everybody.
3: But why? Why do you even bring it up though? Because you're you're already creating this unnecessary backlash. Out of sight, out of mind. If indeed that's maybe, if indeed that's the case, I I don't know.
2: Maybe they're just for the headlines to have people talking about it. We're talking sir, about this it is a Wendy's. Show. Yeah, sir, this is a Wendy's.
3: <laughs> there, we talked about it.
2: Well, it's, it's so funny because the last time that I talked about Wendy's on the air, I was hosting in Kansas City. And somebody – we had a conversation, and you know what I had never tried ever in my life? I had never had the Frosties and fries. I had never had the Frosties and fries. Like, growing up, I never was – Succa blue. I had never been educated to take French fries and dip it into the ice cream. I'd never been taught that, right? Wow. And so – and I'm I'm still not a person that does it. But we talked about it on air, in the corporate office – from wendy's mm-hmm. sent me gift cards wow man you were living a
3: good life and you've never tried it still no no we did
2: we did we didn't know that was the reason why why okay. they sent the gift cards is to try it on this say hey you know henry we heard about you know you never had frosties and fries mm-hmm. whatever we'd love for you to try it on us whatever i tried it i mean, it's, I mean it, it was all right right I, it just it didn't click I mean it wasn't. Like it didn't click. It's, it, it might be one of the more overrated experiences. Okay. In in American fast food culture. Okay. Hey, thoughts, opinions, we'll get some more reaction on the text line and we'll take your phone calls 651-461-9226. We'll do that next.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai
1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: I love the interaction. I absolutely love the text line right now. You guys get it, man. I get you. 651-461-9226. From the 612. (laughs) So I'm in line at Wendy's. And as I'm waiting for the guy in front of me, the price just went up. <laughs> I love that, that I mean that, that's I that's, a, that.
3: that's a really good point. Because I mean, why do you have to look at your clock and be like, oh man, I, I hope that I get there before five thirty, otherwise I'm gonna have to pay, you know I mean it's like an what, extra buck. Yeah, it's the, like you're waiting for gas and then it goes up, you you're gonna you gotta get a line.
2: This one from the six one two, isn't it the same as happy hour? Well, I wouldn't necessarily do it that way, right? Like happy hour, you're looking at it and you're saying that the prices are definitely going down, and there's specials during happy. You're hour. Get,
3: you're getting a deal, right? They're they're making it feel like you get two for ones and stuff. Here it's like the opposite. It's like the bizarro happy hour. But I mean, I, I think there was somebody, uh, didn't they say in the the text line they could have raised the prices and rolled out the happy hour? That's exactly right.
2: I. It's, a it, it's, it's the presentation. Actually, it's the messaging ex- is coming out really wrong.
3: The the messaging, if this is what you want to do, that's fine. But man, they are screwing up the execution royally. And I love that everybody's jumping on this. But,
2: but this is the thing, though. And and, and and just to address another texter, I love these texts. Someone's asking about the prices and the fluctuation on the prices. Right? According to the uh, to the article that I'm looking directly at when they when the Wendy's spokesperson talked to the uh, to the New York Post. This dynamic pricing can allow Wendy's to be competitive and flexible with pricing, motivate customers to visit and provide them with the food they love at a great value. They would not say how much the prices could fluctuate. So it's not just about the prices going up, okay? If there's a possibility that they could come down when there's less interest in the food, I get that. I I totally get that. But I just find that really, really funny. All right, let's take a phone call from – let's talk to Mark in Lakeville. How you doing, Mark? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm I'm good, man. I'm just having a little bit of fun with everybody tonight. How you doing? Yeah, man. Hey,
4: so I I agree. With the messaging and the marketing is they're not doing a very good job. But um, what I my opinion on it is that they're going to try and shuffle off all the stuff made during lunch mm. and uh, supper mm. at a discounted price later on. So their prices are going to stay the same. I think during peak hours and then during non-peak hours, all those pre-made patties that are sitting in the pan, you know, they're going to be at a deal. Uh-oh.
2: And, uh Oh, so so what you're, what you're you know saying, what you're I mean? saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, you're saying that that when, when they have excess stuff, they're going to try to ship. Yeah. But how do they get that out there, though? Because like in this specific instance, you won't know what the deals will be.
4: Well, I just think that that, I mean, I think that might be the the logic behind the you know, the the brain wizards at Wendy's is that, you know, maybe we can get people in here on off hours by saying there's gonna be a better deal, but I think part of it is is they're gonna reduce their waste by getting rid of stuff that's sitting in the pan, you know. How long can a burger sit in the pan before it gets thrown away? Two hours, three hours?
2: I like where your heads at. I like where your heads at, Mark. I like it. I, you put some thought into this, man. I like it, man. I like it. And um, yeah, so, so if you want a if you want a burger that's been cooked for
4: a couple hours, go to Wendy's at like eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> All right. Thanks for the phone call. Right? Thanks for the phone call from Mark <laughs> in Lakeville, man. I appreciate that. This one, the six one two Lake. Most fast food burger places are close to yeah. each other, at least within a quarter mile. And I could see McDonald's making some money off of that, which that is – I don't say it's accurate in every instance, mm-hmm. but for the most part, when I do step out to grab, like, fast food, there are yeah. other fast food There's spots an around There's
3: Arby's, there. a McDonald's, uh, you know, a, a Burger King or whatever. This might be my favorite one that came up from the 952. But, officer, I was going 40 and a 30 because the bacon Baconator goes up 50% <laughs> in three minutes. Uh, <laughs> That, is, that might be the best thing I've ever seen on the text line. Oh, hey, kudos to you, Texter. That
2: is brilliant. I love that. That is oh, brilliant. my gosh. That's such a good text. That's such a good text. This from the 952. Great. Now I have to watch a a stock sticker to, to, to know when to buy a lousy hamburger. Jeez. Uh, you guys No, are- this is not April <laughs> Fools. This is an actual this is this is actually a real thing. Oh, this hey, is so
3: great, you guys.
2: <laughs> hey, let, let me let me add into this too and I want help from the text line on this. This for the 763. This this is something that somebody's telling us. They're saying for for your information, Wendy's has fabulous baked uh potatoes. Which they do. Do they really like I think they're kind of overrated. They're, okay, I haven't had them in years. I don't think that they're well, I, I
3: think I, I think I think one thing about the baked potatoes with Wendy's is it's like they're the one that says they've got it. Okay, so well, therefore hold, I think we would think about it like maybe it's better than what it really.
2: First is. off, I'm not going to. I'm typically not going to Wendy's for a baked potato, but this is my question. Mm-hmm. What is the best thing that Wendy's does? Uh, I'd say the frosty. The frosty. Yeah. I, I I think that's hands down the best thing they do. Mm-hmm. What second? Mm. Text line can weigh in six five one four six one nine two two six. What second? Frosty Junior. No, no I, I don't know. A Frosty's a Frosty. I don't care if it's junior or, or, or large. That's about all I got. So so think about this. Mm-hmm. Wendy's is a what? They're a burger chain? Yeah, they're a burger joint, right? Okay. But we're not talking about their burgers, the best thing they do. Somebody mentioned baked potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. We just both agreed that the Frosty is the best thing they do, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the second best thing that they do after the Frosty and the Texan can weigh in is the Chili.
3: I don't think that I've. I got to be honest. I don't think I've ever had. chili. Oh, they've chili. been kind
2: of known for the chili.
3: Okay, yeah. I, I You've just, never had the chili. No, I've never. I've never had the chili.
2: Oh, I, I, it's kind of been a staple for a long time.
3: I know that it's been a staple. I, I, I maybe I'm just not a and and I like chili, but I don't know. I I, I look at Wendy's chili and I'm just like I, I'll pass on it. You know, I'll get whatever. Well,
2: there's no other fast food joint that does chili. I don't yeah, think no, I and it's actually I think it's decent or it's been decent. I haven't had in years. Yeah, I, again, I. What's the only, best thing that Wendy's does or do? 651-461-9226 on the text line.
3: Yeah, well, I think we. Uh, I What's I think the we, best thing they
2: do. Yeah, I think we, we we agree it's Frosty.
3: We we've agreed it's the frosty. Yeah, but after yeah. the frosty, what yeah, is? after yeah after the frosty. I mean, I don't I don't know. See, their burgers have just been mid. I mean I've had more mid experiences with their burgers than I have actually good experiences and, and the funny thing that, that Mark said it kind of brought me back to like if you don't have it for, some of these companies are always touting hey we're fresh we're fr-. I mean the Burger King right now is running out that promotion where you can build your own whopper like they're running out that promotion and whoa, I th- whoa. they're doing what it's like you can make your, you can make your own, you can choose your own toppings for your, for your Whopper.
2: Well, hold on. Don't we universally know what a Whopper is? Well, we do. So but, how is it? A, I mean, if, but you can we, customize we, 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 it. We can call we can call it a build your own burger, but we know what a Whopper is. What we do? Yeah, we know
3: we know what a Whopper is, and it's like, well, you can have it your way. Well, now you can actually have it. Jason
2: DeRussia has chimed in. Mm-hmm. He's all things food. Oh, he, yeah. he is not against fast food. Okay. Um, this is back before his his Livia days. Jason Derusha says the chili is solid. Okay. He says the spicy chicken sandwich. I crave that sometimes.
3: I heard him talking about that earlier today. Really? Yeah. Well, because he was kind of, you know, they were talking about it. Yeah. They were talking about this same subject earlier. And, and I remember he talked about the spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, everybody's chiming in on the the text line.
2: The chili, I'm the, telling you, man, yeah. you you never had it. So I'm, the same way that I had not until 2015 had mm-hmm. never had the frosty with fries. Yeah. Now I think it's time for you to dive into the chili.
3: Okay. I will. Uh, well, what time do we get? Okay. Well, it'll be no, off. no. it we'll be ha- off. We'll to, it'll be no, off hours. No,
2: we'll have
3: to. <laughs> it'll be off hours, <laughs> so I won't be spending an hour pro- late. <laughs> yeah, nine. You spend
2: th- your check on the chili. That's
3: right. Yes. <laughs> Well, we are getting paid. I think this is a pay week, so, yeah, I could, oh, man, I could go to Chili's for supper Yee, or uh, go to uh, Wendy's for chili.
2: All right, something happened last week with the, the Mayak Championship swimming events, something that happened last week, but it's been happening for years, and a gentleman that everybody should be introduced to. His name is Brad Ness, and what does he do? He'll join us to tell you next year on The Lake Show. All right, every year on the last day of the Mayak Championship Swimming, the lead starter, Brad Ness, he stands on top of the 10-meter diving platform during the national anthem, holding the American flag. And at the end of the anthem, he jumps off. He then gets out, starts the first race of the night, then goes to change. And joining us now on the on the hotline is uh, Brad Ness to talk about why he's been doing this and how long he's been doing this. Hey, Brad, it's a pleasure to have you on the Lake Show tonight. How you doing?
5: Good. How about you? I, thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to have you on. I saw the the video of you diving into the pool. I think it's pretty awesome. I wanted to know the backstory to all of this, but let's just get into a little bit about your, uh, in terms of your introduction to to being a part of swim meets. It sounds like, in the research that I've done, very little, but uh, you started officiating swim meets back in 1976 during your junior year at St. Olaf College. Is that true? That is correct. All right. So, so tell, I did high school meets. Yeah. You did high Go school ahead. meets going back to, to your junior year at St. Olaf. And then uh, how did it kind of progress from there? Um, the year I
5: graduated from St. Olaf, 1978, I started doing college swim meets. Um, St. Olaf and Carlton are both in Northfield, so it was rather convenient, and I've been doing them ever since, so I just finished my 46th year of officiating college mates.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Now, are you from Northfield? I am. Oh, that's awesome. I got raised. Oh man, I gotta. You know what? I gotta come. We our our uh, paths gotta cross at some point because I have to go up there and visit my uh, friend, Coach Kosmoski, who's the head coach of the basketball program up there. So when yeah. I go up there to to, to yeah. hang out with Coach Kaz, I have to try to to let you know that I'm on my way. But um, t- tell us how we got to you diving into the pool. T- tell me the backstory of that because to to me for to see the video, I'm like, man, this guy's got an amazing personality. I love everything about this, and I gotta give props to Kelsey Carlson from Fox Nine. Who, uh, who joined me last week when I was doing the uh, television show on uh, on Fox 9 uh, Sports Now on Sunday night. They showed me the footage. I looked into it and said, I got to get this guy on the show. So give me the background on that. How long you been doing that?
5: I think this was my 25th year. Um, the Division III National Swim Meet was held at the University of Minnesota pool. Um, McAllister College was the host school. And I was the starter for that meet that year, and there was a gentleman who used to do that, go off the 10-meter. He would play the trumpet national anthem and go off the 10-meter, and I said, hey, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> not not play the trumpet and do it, but I could do the rest of it, so... That's so, when I started, and I've been doing it pretty much every year since then, except for last year. But yeah, okay,
2: okay. all right. So, 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 basically, you saw this happening. You said that this is a, a thing, and I want to be the next in line to kind of, kind of, you know, carry the mantle of doing this.
5: Absolutely, it's it's kind of a rush. Um, you know, you you're, you're falling forty feet, which isn't that high off the ground but uh you go down in the water you know fully closed with shoes on it pulls you down a little bit farther and you kick to get up and you look up and you say oh i'm not to the surface yet so
2: <laughs> yeah so 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 you go up there you're holding the uh the american flag and then as soon as the the anthem is done you jump into the pool
5: right i hand the flag to a lifeguard who's Standing right behind me and just go into the pool. The fans seem to really enjoy it, but I think I enjoy it more.
2: Oh, you know what? That's that's super interesting because that was going to be my next question: was how what type of reaction you get every single year? What's what's been the reaction that you've gotten from people throughout the years? Have other people reached out to you and asked you about uh, doing this from one year into the next? Because clearly you're on WCCO radio and we're talking about it. What's the other reactions been like?
5: There is a lot of people who I see during the year, but you know, not during the swim season, even, and they'll say, hey, you're the guy who jumps off the 10-meter platform, and I say, yes, I am.
2: <laughs> We're talking to Brad Ness here on the Lakeshaw News Talk, 830 WCCO, and I'm sure that if you do a quick uh, Google search, you'll find uh, some footage of Mr. Ness diving off of the 10-meter diving platform into the pool after doing the uh, after the national anthem and holding the American flag. It's a, it's a super cool thing. Uh, he says he's been doing it for, what, 25 years now, and uh it it's a staple of the MIAC, uh championship swim meets all right so um you do this every single year um l- let me ask you yeah. a personal question are you married yes i am all right so 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 what does your wife say about this she already knows that i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> well do you i don't know if you got any kids but what do your kids think about this
5: um, they usually come uh, during that, you know, the national anthem on Saturday night. One lives in Bloomington and one in South Minneapolis, so it isn't that far for them. And the four grandkids are usually in the stands with my wife. And, again, my kids have known <laughs> for, for their whole lifetime that I'm crazy. So I just I continue the, uh, the myth.
2: Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I love everything about that. I love that. He's like, my wife knows that I'm crazy. I know that I'm, you know, I'm crazy. So, 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 other than, so, so so what are, tell me this, Brad, because everybody that's listening right now that, that either knows you or they didn't, they didn't know you before, but they know you now. uh, What else is your, your background? Like, what else do you love to do? What are maybe some of your hobbies since we found out that you're a wild and crazy guy, like SNL back in the day?
5: (laughs) I've enjoyed golf, um, obviously, in the summer or in January in Minnesota this year. I did not play, but um, um, I just uh, hang out when I have some free time. I really enjoy spending time with grandkids. Uh, they they are one special thing.
2: So. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, look, I, I got to tell you this, Brad, and I love the fact that, you, that you've joined us here on the show. Right now on my uh, computer screen, uh, one of my uh, things that I have up here on my monitor is I'm at this. Uh, it's swimmingworldmagazine.com, and it says the uh-huh. meat can't start without our swimming officials, and they've got a picture of you where you've got your arms to the side, right? And then you've got your, your, your tie on with your dress shirt and your white shoes, and you're diving off the platform at the University of Minnesota. I don't know if you're familiar with this picture that was taken because the article itself is from uh, 2015. But I'm wondering what year huh. was this picture taken? You're, you're not looking at it right now, so I don't, I don't, I don't even know if you really know about know. this article. Okay, okay, okay.
5: I, I guess I don't. I'm sorry.
2: No, no. There well, is quite a few pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Brad, man, I appreciate you joining us here on WCCO. And like I said, man, I have your information when I when I head up to Northfield and to go hang out with Coach Koz because he owes me a lunch. We haven't seen each other in quite some time. <laughs> then I will. Uh, then I'll uh, send you a message as well, and maybe we can meet up. Oh, please! Yeah, I'd love that. All right, take care. That's Brad Ness joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Have you seen the video of this? I have not. I, I was, oh, you gotta uh, look
3: it up. Yeah, I now I'm very very curious because I've I've seen a lot of things with the MIAC, but now I, I'm I feel like I've missed <laughs> it. I feel like I've missed a part of the MIAC experience.
2: I'd love. He's like my wife. My wife. She knows
3: I'm crazy. My wife. She knows I'm crazy that's oh. that's when you've got a good relationship when you know yeah my wife knows i'm nuts I love she's it. cool with it i love it seems like a good dude
2: oh man hey more of your text uh about the uh, the wendy's topic we'll get to to finish off hour one here on the lake show all right the text line is still on fire about the uh, the wendy's conversation I'm sorry. I think that the baked potatoes are a little bit overrated. But Chris, he likes them. From the 651, the best thing about Wendy's, cup of chili with a few junior bacon cheeseburgers from drive-through after the bar. Now, now hold on. There's there's one thing. The, mm-hmm. With the bar though, like there's a lot of things that are going to taste great after the bar. Yeah, right? Like yeah. if, if you're hammered leaving the bar, if something tastes bad, It's really, really bad. It's really really bad, bad. yeah. That from Rico and Lindstrom, okay? Now, there was somebody that weighed in on the the text line, said, uh, Lake, now Wendy's is selling chili at grocery stores in the can, so you don't even have to go there to get it. And I was like, what? Are you serious? What store? They have replied and said, Cub and White Bear, Festival and White Bear, but I'm guessing it's available all over once they start selling in grocery stores. If they can make money... Um, they will sell anywhere. That's, that's true. That's true. That's in, that's interesting. I've never seen it though. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, no I no, I, if you no. saw it, then you'd know that the Yeah, well,
3: and, and I have I haven't looked, but next time I'm at Cub, next time I'm at Cub, I will definitely look.
2: Don't buy it at Cub. Well be- no, I mean because, because, because if you're gonna if you're gonna try it for the first time, you gotta actually go to Wendy's to try
3: it. Because it's gonna be so much fresher. i just
2: well I'm is that cheap shot? I think that's the cheap show. No, I said what I said. No, I think that's a cheap show. I said but, what I said. But, 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 no, I, the I, very, I just want to see if first time, it. The very first time mm-hmm. that if you're hearing it's good, you got to go mm-hmm. there to do it. Yeah, I, I will go to Wendy's and
3: try the chili. Hey, but next time I'm at Cub, I'm going to look just to see if it's there.
2: All right, so real quick, I need some help on the text line. This is super random, okay? This has nothing to do with with Wendy's. But I've never. But this is a food. It's a it's a food question. Okay. I have I have never since I've lived here had a Coney Island hot dog from a uh, from an establishment in Minnesota. Who does the best Conies in Minnesota? I, I, I ask this specifically okay. because. I love a good Coney Island hot dog. I mm-hmm. do. I, I've I've had them in New York. I've had them um, in in the uh, the Southern states. Yep. That was the very first time I tried one. Was I was probably maybe like ten or eleven. And there was a there was this um, a store that specialized in it in my dad's hometown, and they were spectacular. Right. I don't think I've ever had. Now, have I like made them at home here? Of course, but I've never bought one anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who, there's something to be said for buying something here. Who does the best Coney Islands that you can buy in the metro or in the state because I I came across something on Facebook that that's, there was a place a good question. there was a place in St. Paul it was called Gopher it was like a gopher bar or something that was known for its Coney Islands. Okay, And I was like, man, maybe I should go there. But then some of the reviews were like, yeah, they're not as good as they used to be. Still okay. Customer service isn't all that great anymore. But I'm like, man, I never really thought about that. Like, yeah, and, yeah, there, and There are certain things that we do really, really well here mm-hmm. food-wise. And I think that we have a fabulous food scene. And I was having fun with Chad Hartman earlier today and Jason Derusha because they were talking about ribs. And I'm sorry. We just don't do ribs. like Like, there are a couple of places that are really good at doing ribs. But... You can't just have four or five rib joints and then say that, yeah, we're great at doing ribs. No, that, that's not being great at doing ribs. Yeah, well, you got like, to have at least like a dozen places to to place your, to, you know, plant your flag and say, yes, we know what we're doing. Well,
3: I, I I think when it comes to ribs, though, you having been in Kansas City, Kansas City is one of the few places in the country that can claim to be – the capital of yeah, but Memphis know, a, does a barbecue. ribs. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's it's one of the few. And it's like yeah, we can have it here, but you're not going to get it as well as you're going to get it. You know, I I loved it when I was in Houston because of you know Tex, Texas barbecue. Yeah, so I I definitely understand. I feel like it's also what you that, bet.
2: And uh, I'm not saying that we're terrible at ribs, but this is not that's not our thing.
3: No, th- there are some things that we do here. That are better than others. And I had this conversation, I want to say with Charlie Weiss. You talk him, you know, you talk with him about the golfers. We were talking about some of the things that Minnesota doesn't do well. Like, I feel like where we're at, the seafood game here is really lacking. Oof. Just in terms of like the freshness, but then again, that's coming from me having been so close to the Gulf where I had like legit fresh seafood when i was there but again it, it's it's all subjective it doesn't mean that it's bad here it just means that out of all of it in minneapolis i feel is an underrated food you know metropolitan area i don't know as much as you and and jason because i you know i'm not a, a man amongst town in that respect but we like to go out and try different things try different places
2: mm, i got you i got you all right six five one four six one nine two two six. I'm telling you, man, I think that one thing that you've learned tonight in this opening hour mm-hmm. is that you should definitely be going to uh, to Wendy's for the Chili. Wendy's for the Chili, yeah. Even so if- that's the thing. So, so so, you looked at me, he, just so you guys are aware, <laughs> he gave me kind of the side eye when I said I had never had the Frosties and in, Fries. In, in, in my defense, like
3: two- one of my eyes wanders anyway. I was looking straight ahead.
2: So you're, you're notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah. The white version.
3: <laughs> yeah, I love it when you call me Big Papa.
2: <laughs> i i didn't have a, i didn't have a frosties and fries until what two thousand fourteen or fifteen okay and you've never had the chili
3: i've never had the chili gotcha i will i will find a wendy's and i will go to a wendy's close to where I live and i will get chili and i will put it on x twitter. Instagram, MySpace, whatever the Pat
2: Lee platform is. How about you get some Wendy's chili, Mm -hmm. bring it to work, and then Matt can do a video? I could do that, too. You're telling me? I mean, it's part of of the show now. Yeah, I I could do that.
3: I just figured that maybe we'd want to promote our MySpace social media platform. Or or Facebook. Or Facebook.
2: According to Bill Belichick.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. Facebook. Oh boy. But yeah, I'll, I'll bring I'll I'll bring the I'll bring the chili in. I'll eat chili on camera. I mean if if that's what I have to do for the show, then
2: oh, I, I I'll do my call, part. He didn't call it Facebook, did he? No, no. He called it He called it something. He else.
3: called it something that was not Facebook. I, I I can't remember what he called it.
2: See now I'm very it's Oh thing, no, I think it was like Instabook. Instabook. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh man. You gotta love Bill, man. You gotta love Bill. Gotta love him.
3: Uh, two, two, two. he calls it your face. Your face. Your face. Yeah, he did it back in uh, 2018. Mm. Yeah.
2: Do you think that he's on social media? <laughs> like, if, he, if he's gonna do television now, he's got it. He's got to like start up, start some and sort he, of social media. He
3: curious. would have to, but I mean, somebody else would probably somebody else would run it for him. You know, I saw somebody come up because the, they've got the Manning cast and, you know, the Kelsey brothers have their thing. I saw somebody come up with the idea of maybe they should do, like, a coach cast mm-hmm. with, like, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick and just have them, I mean, two old curmudgeons, but they know their stuff. That'd be kind of fun.
2: What's going on with the Minnesota Vikings? We're getting all the – because, look, we're entering free agency, Kirk Cousins – um, He's a free agent. I don't know why people are talking about what they should do with Justin Jefferson. Like, pay the man his damn money. What should they do with their draft pick? The combine has kicked off. And you know who's there? Dame Bizetani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And he joins us.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can conquer it.